This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It is Valentine's Day, and what better way to celebrate than with flowers, of course? Well, some lucky people who get their orders in ahead of time, they'll be receiving an arrangement that's grown right here in Chicago, specifically in Englewood. Southside Blooms is a flower shop that's been growing hundreds of tulips indoors this winter and giving young people in the neighborhood an opportunity to work and run the shops themselves. For our series, Chicago Innovators, we are joined now by Keelan Blackwell, the president of Chicago Eco House and Southside Blooms. Hi, Keelan. Welcome. Hey, Sasha. Thanks for having me. Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too, and all the listeners. Of course. And so before we get into the flower shop, I want you to just start by telling us a little bit about the work that you do at Chicago Eco House. Oh, yeah, totally. So our mission is to use sustainability to alleviate inner city poverty. Uh, We've been doing this since 2014. Um, Our whole uh, end goal here is to really try to establish the floral industry as an anchor industry in the inner city to really uh, curtail a lot of the violence and poverty and blight that we have seen in our community. Um, so yes, like that's a little bit about what we do and uh, who we are. So you said you're, you're using sustainability to alleviate inner city poverty. Talk to me about the day to day of what that looks like. Oh yeah, totally. So when you think about Southside Blooms, um, think of us as like a vertically integrated, uh, flower shop social enterprise. So we grow our own flowers, which means we take over vacant lots, which of course, you know, any Chicago knows there's many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we turn them into flower farms. That means we have like solar panels for our power generation, we use rainwater catchment systems uh, to collect rainwater for our irrigation. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have our flower shop component where we will uh, have our youth uh, arrange and design the uh, flowers. It's a full service uh, flower shop. Uh, we use, uh, you know, recycled uh, newspaper for our wrapping. All of the uh, flower clippings goes to towards our composting program, which then, you know, goes back towards uh, nice. soil health. And then we do our own delivery. So we deliver all across the Chicagoland area. We built our own custom delivery software to be able to, uh, you know, provide better customer service and delivery logistics. So we do everything in-house in Inglewood. That is wonderful. And we're going to dig more into your work. But tell me where the idea of the flower shop came from. Yeah. You're smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So in the uh, early days, um, you know, when we were getting started, uh, we really were just trying to find a cash crop that we felt like could do more than just like grow a business, but really uh, birth an industry mm-hmm. in our community. Um, so like, you know, uh, we got a lot of criticism, you know, when we first started with flowers because people would say, well, you're in Inglewood. It's a well-known food desert. Why aren't you growing food? Right. Um, and people would sometimes get, you know, pretty insulted. Cause, and how did uh, you respond to that? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I kind of was like, hey, you know, keep the faith, you know, like, we, you know, I care about my people. You know, that's why I'm here. Um, you know, we're trying to pursue a, a larger vision here. Right. And, you know, uh, yes, I, I get that. You know, there's, a, a, you know, a food access issue here. But uh, if we can put some money in your pocket, then you'll be able to buy whatever you want. And then hopefully you'll get off my back. Right. Um, and that's ultimately like what we really, you know, strive for, because when we were looking at the economics of it, uh, we felt like there's a lot more money in flowers when you're a farmer than there is in food. Yeah. Um, most people don't know that 80% of the flowers that you see at market actually come from overseas. Um, so, you know, there's actually a huge opportunity to be a flower grower right here in the city. Uh, you know, especially when you think about, I mean, anybody who's been married, uh, you know, you know how much it can cost to get your floral done. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, Gosh, when your flowers is sometimes half the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, much much to our benefit. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And and speaking of marriage, it's your wife and you that came up with this idea for the flower shop? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Hannah, uh, Hannah Bonham Blackwell, she's uh, my co-founder, my rock, my everything. Um, so yes, we've basically been doing this uh, together. 
Um, Hannah's the creative. She's the one who will uh, train the youth. She'll lead the youth in the program. Um, she's working with the brides to, you know, make sure that, you know, their floral dreams come true. Um, yeah, so she's uh, in the yeah. flower shop right now, as a matter of fact, uh, helping lead the way and fulfilling all the Valentine's Day arrangements. And hopefully listening to the radio at the same time. Um, so young, <laughs> so let's get back to the young people. The young people in, in the neighborhood, they're playing a big role in this entire project, right? So talk more yes. about that and, and tell us the age that you primarily work with. Yeah, so the youth that we work with in, uh, in our workforce development program is ages 16 to 25. Um, so, you know, we really wanted to create an environment where they could thrive, and that was an, an environment that they could really be themselves. Um, so, you know, like the youth, they're doing all the work. You know, that's like a common question I get, you know, because sometimes people think like, oh, is it just like token work where, you know, we got like professional floors doing everything and then they just kind of like just clean stems and that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like they're involved in everything. Like they're the ones making the boutonnieres. They're making the bridal bouquets. They're making the centerpieces. Uh, you know, when we go on site to say install uh, an arch or a huppa, like, you know, the youth are there, you know, you know, making sure the floor is right and, you know, setting it up. They're there for tear down late at night after the weddings or after the events. So mm-hmm. um, they're involved in the farming process. They're doing the planting, the harvesting. So, you know, really the, uh, you know, our job in terms of being the, the core staff is really to be the catalyst, but the youth are the ones who are really carrying out 90, 95% of the work every day. And how many of them are you working with? Yep. So we have 15 youth who are on our uh, staff. Uh, then we have another uh, 420 youth who are in our environmental education program. Um, so we do have like a K through eight program where we expose youth um, to floriculture and um, horticulture. You know, so we're trying to create a uh, larger pipeline here, yeah. so that you know by the time that they come to high school, uh, they're looking at working. You know, in our workforce development program is a viable option. Yeah, let's get into that because I mean, first you got to recruit them. So, yes. so let's talk about outreach. How are you attracting young people in this day and age to want to work with flowers? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we do uh, we have partnerships with high schools, we work with nonprofits, uh, you know, frankly, like doing like media like this has really been a big help because it helps to make flowers look cool. Um, you know, a lot of people don't really think about flowers as being a, a viable alternative, uh, career alternative. Uh, so, you know, for a lot, a lot of, you know, I would say our biggest uh, obstacle in recruitment is really just getting kids to really understand the, the opportunity. Um, but, you know, like once their friends are doing it and they see like the money they're making, mm-hmm. like, you know, like over winter break, for example, you know, we had like a couple of New Year's uh, Day weddings. Um, and, you know, like the youth, like they were they rather, you know, be working that wedding all week instead of, uh, you know, sitting home playing video games. Right. Um, and, you know, they made like, you know, 700, 800 bucks that week. Right. That's um, amazing. So, you know, money talks. And uh, that has sure been really, <laughs> that's really been our biggest, uh, you know, recruitment uh, piece. But, you know, like once they actually get in and they see that, you know, like they're going to other parts of the city that they normally don't have access to. Right? right. They're going to the West Loop. They're going to West Town. They're going, you know, downtown. They're going to like the Hilton. When they're making right? the deliveries, you mean? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we're yeah, going to make the deliveries when we're setting up, uh, you know, at these different venues. Um, and like people are seeing the their creation. Right. So it's very affirming for our youth to see like, hey, like I created something that people find value in. Right. right. And seeing immediate uh, responses to reactions. I know when flowers come for me the first reaction is oh my goodness right and so that that gratification must be nice yes exactly you're like you're literally bringing joy to people's lives Absolutely. right um and that's the thing when you're in the floral business like you're really in the the business of like celebrating people's life's uh you know accomplishments and occasions right so you're you're being intentional about not just getting them on board but keeping them there yes yeah so this is really about establishing a long-term career trajectory for them 
Um, so yeah, this isn't just like a, you know, 10 week program and then you're done and, you know, hopefully you can find a job somewhere else. Like, you know, we are that end game. We are that end point for them. Um, so, you know, like, and there's many different tracks that they can go down when they're working with us. So, you know, they can be on the farm side and just focus on the different aspects of being a flower farmer. They can be on the flower shop side. Some of our youth, you know, all they want to do is just the retail bouquets, right? Which right. we do many of, you know, but like there's those who really do enjoy the more creative challenge of doing high-end events, high-end floral, right? We have our street flower fashion show in June where like they can showcase, you know, like oh, their nice. larger, like, you know, flower, you know, floral creations, you know? So we think of like the artistic creativity of a lot of our youth, you know, flowers is really the perfect medium for them to really express that. Are you hearing any of them express interest in, in doing this, this type of work for a living? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) you know, it's it's a lot of fun once you get in it. And, you know, you know, so so like I said, like, you know, the money like is just the initial draw. But like, you know, once you actually start, you know, being able to like have that freedom to create, you're learning these skills. You know, you're seeing that there can be a larger future uh, in this for you. And now that you're seeing what it's doing for your families. Right. So, you know, a lot of our kids are coming from more, you know, uh, uh, you know, economically distressed uh, households. So, you know, for many of our uh, our youth, like this is an important uh, source of income for them. Um, so, yes, like, yeah, we definitely have yeah. like more youth who are looking at this as being like a longer term uh, option for them. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And if you're just tuning in, we are talking about an Inglewood flower shop called Southside Blooms. You can buy arrangements made by young people in the area with flowers grown right there in the neighborhood. To learn more, we're joined now in the studio by the president of Chicago Eco House, Keelan Blackwell. So, Keelan, uh, Southside Blooms has uh, been growing tulips yes. all winter, I hear, which is interesting because tulips, I thought, only grew during the spring. So how, how are you doing that? Yeah, so uh, we have our winter tulips. We're actually growing 18,000 tulips this winter. Wow. Um, so, you know. That's a lot of tulips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of bouquets. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, so we, uh, and we're doing growing it all indoors in the basement of our eco house. Um, so basically, we just set up a process where we can just mimic the natural, uh, you know, process of a tulip. So, you know, like tulips get planted normally in the fall, then they have their hardening off period in the winter, and then they come up in the spring. And we just simulate that, you know, in our basement. Um, and we just have like our processes really tight where we have like really, you know, high turnover to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make sure we're not getting like a backlog of like hundreds of thousands of tulips when you're growing at that kind of volume. Um, but yeah. yes, like we're we have tulips literally from January all the way through March, uh, you know, because of our winter growing operation. Nice. Are you growing other types of flowers uh, in the winter or in general? In general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, we grow peonies, we grow sunflowers, zinnias, we grow uh, uh, snapdragons, you know. So, yeah, we grow like a very wide range of flowers. Um, and, you know, if we want to talk about like sort of the environmental impact of that. Yes. So, um, you know, when people think about flowers, they generally don't realize that the floral industry is actually one of the most environmentally uh, degrading industries in the world. Right. You know, because like when they're coming from a place like Colombia or Ecuador, uh, you know, it takes a lot to. Uh, you know, the carbon emissions for the transportation, right? They're using like heavy chemicals and, you know, pesticides and herbicides to try to help preserve those flowers to be able to survive those long trips, right? Um, versus like, you know, with us, like we're growing our flowers the way uh, Mother Nature would want them, right? You yeah. know, we're not using any pesticides, any chemicals like that. You know, we're uh, using the natural resources that are given to us. We're using rain for irrigation. We're using sunlight for uh, power. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have solar panels, that are on the uh, Eco House, uh, courtesy of the Alex Hanolt Foundation. Um, you know, so like we're really trying to demonstrate that 
agriculture can be done not only in a hyper-local way, but in a way that is actually giving life to uh, our community. Because, you know, if you think about like a vacant lot, you know, everyone knows about like the the high lead content, right, or arsenic and other, uh, you know, more you know nefarious stuff that goes on vacant lots, right. right? You know, so when we take it over and it turns into a beautiful flower farm, you know, it starts bringing life, right? You know, you got bees, you got butterflies, right? You know, you got these beautiful flowers, right? It's also adding life to the to the soil. So, um, yes, like what we're doing is really uh, helping to take a big bite out of a sort of the climate change challenges that we're facing. Yeah. So how are you hoping, this is all great stuff, Keelan, I wonder how you're hoping to grow this project even bigger. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely have national ambitions. Um, You know, for us, this is really, you know, we look at Chicago as being our Petri dish to really get the kinks out. Okay. Um, We have a partnership in Gary, Indiana to kind of test uh, what it would look like to sort of replicate what we're doing, you know, in another city. Um, But yes, like ultimately, like our end game here is, you know, for people to, uh, you know, hopefully like as they buy more flowers from us, then we're able to kind of grow more organically mm-hmm. and eventually be able to hit critical mass, uh, you know, where one day you'll be driving through a neighborhood like Inglewood and you'll see flower farms everywhere, right? You know, you'll see hundreds, if not thousands of youth, you know, working in flower Wouldn't shops. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yes, that would be uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, before I let you go, tell our listeners, uh, you know, where they can learn more information about Southside Blooms. Yeah, so you can go to www.southsideblooms.com to learn more information and to uh, support us uh, by with your next flower purchase. Wait, is it too late? Can we order a bouquet for today? Oh, we are uh, sold out. <laughs> You're probably slammed. <laughs> That's Keelan Blackwell, the president of Chicago Eco House and Southside Blooms. Thank you, Keelan. All right. Thank you, Sasha. Appreciate it.